a social media plays a huge role in people's identity which brings me to ask people who say these things of oh who i am on twitter is not who i am in real life um i'm like mm, then who's on your social media like it's sort of weird yeah because it's you it's you literally tweeting your thoughts like tweets are your thoughts it's like having an online day. Welcome to the first episode of Can We Talk hey, for a minute. And it's your girl Belinda here. I'm so excited to start this podcast. I've been thinking about starting it for a while. And now here we are. So the podcast is going to be a podcast that will be informative. It will be a conversation. It will be storytelling. It will be fun. And it will be a conversation between me. And you, the listeners, it's going to be a platform for us to have conversations about different things um, that we may be going through in life or different topics that we are maybe curious about and things like that. So I'm excited to start this journey with you. And I hope you join in on the conversation by following our social network, social yeah. Social media pages on Facebook. Not Facebook, sorry. So far, Twitter and Instagram. And you get involved in the conversation so that it doesn't stop just at listening to the podcast. I want this to be a space where we get to share our different views, our experiences, and our stories. Get them hard out there. Get our different views out there. Because I don't think there is one... Thing like you can listen to someone and someone has the answer to everything about a certain topic, yeah? It's a conversation and there's different perspectives on different things. So I'm not here to say that this is right, this is wrong. <laughs> you people don't know what you're doing. I know what... No, 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 no. It's not something like that. It's going to be open and just a place for us to have a conversation about things. So getting into the first episode for today, our topic is going to be um, drum roll. I'm joking. Yeah, it's going to be identity. And I picked this topic to be the first episode, to be the first topic of this episode because identity is literally what is the core of being a human being. We're the only, I think, animals that... Um, find worth based on our identity and who think so our minds are very different from other animals other animals think yes but our mind operates very differently and the story that we tell ourselves about ourselves has a very huge impact in what your life will turn out to be so according to google the definition of identity is the fact of being who a person is now, Bagai, I didn't know that's what identity was <laughs> when, I, when I thought of speaking about it for the first episode. Actually, I had an idea, but I didn't know it, it was that, that it's the fact of being who a person is. And when I read this, the first thing that came to my mind is, so, in order to speak about identity, you need to know who you are to begin with, because you can't be something that you don't know it doesn't make sense it's like 
you can't wake up one day and say i want to be a doctor if you don't know that a doctor exists right you would have to know what a doctor is what a doctor does what and then you'll say okay i want to be a doctor then you'll be that thing right so the fact that the core definition of identity stems in and comes in to ask us who are you do you know yourself eh tell me do you know yourself and how do you define yourself because that's where you start from and then you can be who you are and i have found in especially my 20s my 20s have been since i was 21 to now now my age is those ages where i subtract 3 <laughs> i'm 23 no i'm 22 <laughs> yeah you can do the math but no i'm now 25 and i have found that a lot of my 20s have been about discovering and finding myself i had never put much thought into it that up until my my last year at university and diving into this whole adulting thing where um you're not defined so our whole lives growing up you know what's going to happen next you don't really know you don't really need to know who you are to be successful in your life up until you're adulting because you eh they give birth to you you find yourself in the world they're like, hey what up they take care of you mommy takes care of you you go to primary in primary school you know I am um, I wake up I do this subject I go to school I come back at this time at this time mommy says do this or it's this then this same thing goes to high school yeah of course you go against the rules here and there and things like that but life is sort of set out for you and you sort of live by what everyone what society defines you as so up until your 20 my 20s okay my story I was sort of defined by what my family saw me as what my friends saw me as and yeah it never took time for me to think of what do i see myself as because i knew according to family which is one of the things that makes up our identity family um in my family i was the last born yeah daddy's girl so that formed part of my identity in terms of the way i was expected to act I've always been those people who tick the boxes, yeah. So I knew which boxes I had to tick best of best of my family identity and also my friends and society's expectations of me. So it wasn't until my 20s because in your 20s now you're looking for the next thing in life and the decisions are now up to you as an adult. It's not it's not there's no grown up telling you do this you know it's now you saying this is the path i'm going to take or this is the path i'm not going to take so it takes a lot of time for you to it needs for you to know who you are and it's a hard hard thing like it's so weird we spend we spend all our lives listening to stories of other people we know everyone's story we know people's stories but we never take time off to learn our story and i don't mean yeah like i sit here so if you asked how i define myself i'm going to say i am a black african no scratch that i am a black ugandan because a hey, 
that Africa is not a country people don't come for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm a black Ugandan woman, right? And those are sort of the labels I would give myself when someone asks me who I am. Those are the first thing that come to my mind. I'm black, I'm a woman, I'm Ugandan, um, I'm a daughter, and things like that. And all those have implications because if I know, if I'm aware of the fact that I'm black and Ugandan, those have implications because as a Ugandan, immediately society, like if I tell someone here in Canada, I'm Ugandan, I'm going to tell you, hey, you guys can't drink, you know? So they already have a perception of you because that label, that label is attached to certain maybe behaviors or attitudes and things like that. But past that, past those labels that are usually that usually help us identify who we are within society, there's the core of your story that forms your actual identity. So people may say, all oh, Ugandan girls act this way and in that definition of who Ugandan women are, there may be an exception to the rule for you in your story. And if you're not able to know that, you're not able to make your moves based on who you are, you probably make your moves based on who society believes you to be. Eh? Are we following? <laughs> yeah, and this is just like from my personal experience. So recently I started doing this exercise it's called it's a called a self-authoring program where they get you to write your story in bits and pieces so they divide your story based on your past your present and then your future so right now you know these things you start them but it's so hard to keep them up so right now i'm still just on the past like the past section of that program and they get you to write down let me say when you look at your past look at five five huge events that define your past and name them so for example based on time frame so for example i could say before primary during primary um gayaza high school which was four years and then aga khan two years university i divide them based on major events that happen in my life and then they get you to based on the time frame so you set aside a certain time frame that was called let me say before or during primary and then they get you to write five major events you remember from there and for example mine I can write um, I had so many friends in primary I remember having a close group of female like we were seven of us and we were very good friends and I felt so much love and belonging from them and things like that. And as you begin to write out your story, you start to realize patterns in your life or why you act in a certain way that you may have not, that you may think this is just the way I am, right? So looking back, for example, in my past, I see that I've always come from a place where it was um, I was rooted in love and attachment. Like back home, you know, I came from a stable um, family. So all I knew was love and attachment. And then into my primary, having a close group of friends led me to believe that um, it's quality of friendships over quantity and things like that. And then looking 
relating that now to who I am now, I can be able to um, know why I make the decisions I make regarding maybe friends and love. Like, if I find my, if I look back on like the way I navigate relationships, and I'm those people who, you know, we have to make things work and everything like that. And you, then you're able to understand because you know your story. You're able to understand why you're making this decision. And it's not going to automatically make you make all the right decisions. Like, yeah, I now have a third eye or something like that. But usually if you know why you're doing something, it brings a better understanding of things and it helps the process because this whole thing is a process. I don't think you wake up one day and say, you know what? I know who I am. Like, you're not God. You won't be like, I am who I am. Yes, well, you are who you are. <laughs> but I don't think you can wake up one day and you say, you know what? Me? Zemaze. Like, I know. I know who I am and this is it. When I do this, this is what happens. No. I feel like that's a lie we tell ourselves because every single experience that you're going through adds on to a chapter of your story. Literally. So... Today you get betrayed by a friend. That's added onto a chapter and it builds on something that was already there. So it changes you. Like every experience that you're going through every day is changing who you are. And it's a process of learning yourself every day. So as long as you can start to tell yourself your story as opposed to listening to everyone's story about you, then you can make the best decisions for your life is what I'm trying to figure out as well as I go through my 20s. So I want to ask you, like, what story are you telling yourself about yourself? There's some people who live in their past story, like, in the past, this is what happened to me. And so forever, for me, if I do this, it doesn't work out. <laughs> yeah, and since you haven't gone back to revisit what events led to those thoughts, that's how you always, that's the story people tell themselves all the time. And it lets you, it lets you not experience life as it should be, honestly. It puts you in a box. Trust me, I live in that box a lot. And it's like, it's a way of finding a way to navigate it. But it's also important that you're not too focused on society's story about you. Because like I said, um, I found that identity has different um uh, what do you call it? There are different versions of identity. So there's also, like, for example, in these days, social media identity is a huge thing. Like, back then, when my parents were growing up, they didn't have to worry about, eh, what is this one going to say about my Instagram photo? If I tweet, um, this is happening, let me tweet it. Oh, someone saw my snap. Uh, they were not thinking about any of those things. Social media wasn't a huge part of their identity. But today, social media plays a huge role in people's identity. Which brings me to ask people who say these things of, oh, who I am on Twitter is not who I am in real life. Um, I'm like, mm, then who's on your social media? Like, it's sort of weird, yeah? Because it's you. It's you literally tweeting your thoughts. Like, tweets are your thoughts. It's like having an online diary. 
<laughs> so if you're not who your Twitter is, then who's controlling you? Like, is are you doing it for society? Meaning that a huge part of your identity is derived from how society sees you. And probably that's something you need to check. Or, I don't know, I just don't understand it. For anyone out there who's like, who believes their social media is not them, I'd like I would like to hear from you and understand how that works because I don't see how you can separate who you are from what you are doing online because it's literally your mind, your brain that is online, yeah? And then also family identity, like I talked about. When you read, um, there's an interesting book. For all my book lovers out there, you need to read this book. It's called The Social Animal by David Brooks. And it's, it, it goes into the hidden sources of love, character, and achievement. Now, I know I'm not those people who can read like a book on psychology, the like a textbook, and understand it. But what this specific author did is he got the story of, an, of a couple, which is Harold and Erica, and he takes us through from their parents meeting and falling in love to having a child and them growing up. And as he takes us through the story, the story is based on psychology. So he will explain where the hidden sources of like character and love come from and things like that. And one of the huge things that they talk about a lot in psychology is the impact of family and society on an individual and how those that impact remains and controls your subconscious decisions and behaviors and actions and things like that. So for those looking to get into that, you should read, yeah, The Social Animal by David Brooks. It's really interesting. Yeah, I think, I think I've covered everything I wanted to about identity and maybe also diving into spiritual identity because a lot of people also define themselves based on their belief system, which you can see a lot with Christians and Muslims and things like that. So belief systems also form a huge part of our identity. I mean, they sort of give you the structure within which you allow yourself to operate. Eh? Like, yeah, I'm a Christian. I don't listen to secular music. <laughs> we all remember those ones, but no, not like that. You get what I mean? But spiritual identity is also one of the things to think about as we think about identity. So, yeah, turning this back to you guys, I would like to know... Um, how do you how does your family play a huge role in how you define yourself and what's yeah about twitter about the the same people on their social media like i said please i would like to dive into that if you do believe someone who someone on online may not necessarily be who they are in real person in real life and the most important thing is how do you define yourself what story do you tell yourself about yourself and how often do you revisit that story? Because we're always changing, yeah? So I'd like to know how your process of finding who you are is going, especially for all my people in the 20s out here doubting. And I'll leave you with a quote from Michelle Obama's book, Becoming. And the quote is, if you don't go out there and define yourself, you'll be quickly and inaccurately defined by others. So people, get out there, learn who you are, learn your story, define yourself in society, 
and drown out all the noise man all the noise from society i know it's hard but yeah thank you for tuning into the first episode of the podcast can we talk and i hope you tune in for the next episode reach out on our social media pages and continue the conversation see you next time for another episode of can we talk hey for